Well, here we are on this beautiful Sunday afternoon where I'm located is real quiet. No fights, no gun sh- gunplay, no horse play, and uh, no card playing. You might consider my life dull, but no. If you could only see inside my recording studio, man, you'd wonder. So how's everyone doing? I'll get to the biggest stuff later, but I want to ask you something. Why aren't any of you calling me or sending me messages? I don't know whether you like or don't like what I've been doing, or you could offer me several suggestions on what to name Catfish Kenny's um, podcast is all about. I want you to be in here with me in this. Together, we'll make a fantastic podcast. All right? We, let's see, we are being brought to you by, again, the good friends at Hamilton Vision and Eye Care Center over in Hamilton, Alabama, Dr. Wayne Cobb, Jr. and Wayne, uh, Wayne Cobb, Jr. and Grant Fowler and their professional staffs. They got eye care for the entire family for an appointment. If you need one, just call them. One two zero five nine two one five four nine nine, and Logan Logan Auto sells also in Hamilton, Alabama. If you're in the market for a clean, dependable, trustworthy uh, car truck that looks new, it's clean out out, checked out and out fixed. If there's any troubles on trade in, you need to call one two zero five nine five two nine one one zero. And that is owned, uh, owned and operated by Daryl Logan, Jerome Logan, and Sean Logan. And I'll tell you what, these guys, they've got all kinds of finance and plans for you. You don't have to sweat and worry and this, that, and the other. They'll help you. Take it from Catfish Kenny. And my friends Chris, Michelle, and Drew Maldwin, down in Panama City, the treasure box by CNM. And there's a couple of guests down there. Uh, Pam Avery, let me see. Yeah, Pam Avery, Tim Winsett's uh, down there tonight for a few days. And they're uh, faithful listeners for uh, Catfish Kitty. And uh, Michelle, Chris, and Drew wanted you to call them. They have specials every day. I'm talking about they got beautiful antiques that won't cost you an arm and leg. I mean, real antiques, but won't cost you a fortune. Also, they got things at, uh, from the beach. People make beautiful things. Okay, I need to get along with my stuff. I don't know how long a podcast is supposed to be. Let me say that I really appreciate the Anchor web uh, podcast site. If you're interested in podcasting, there's only one name, and that's Anchor. A-N-C-H-O-R. www.anchor.com. Get on, uh, get your keyboard burnt, burning up. Walk those fingers over the, the www.anchor.com. Answer a few questions, or they'll help you. Anchor Stop knows everything inside and out about podcasting. 
So don't be afraid. Jump right in there like I did. You'll be glad you did. Okay. I've got some... Uh, this is my newest list of facts that you never knew about Bugs Bunny. How many Bugs Bunny fans have we got out there? I'm a life member of a fan. I'm a fan about Bugs Bunny. I've loved him in the old days, now the new days. I call it the uncultured Bugs, and now the polished Uptown Bugs. He first appeared as an extra in a Porky Pig cartoon. Oh, can't get mad at Porky either. I like him. He's hard working and uh, he'll help anybody. And um, I just, I think him and Bugs are team up for a real movie. Bugs didn't exist because of a time crunch in filming. Did you know that? His voice was originally, his voice was, was originally designed to mimic Daffy Dugs. That was Leon Schlesinger, too, by the way. He was one of the big, big wheels, uh, Warner Brothers. His mannerisms were partially inspired by Clark Gable. I'm talking about Bugs Bunny. The creators were worried he would seem like a bully. Bugs Bunny? Bully? Surely a jest. Bugs has on occasion lost to Elmer Fudd. Bugs Bunny was used by the military to be used as a propaganda purpose. I don't want to get into that because I, I couldn't find it. And did you know comic Jerry Seinfeld sang Bugs' theme song, This Is It, Curtain High, This Is It, something like that. The Night of Nights, yeah, he sung the first few bars. I remember the show, that one. The man who voiced him, not talking about Jerry Seinfeld, but Bugs, the man who voiced him wasn't allergic to carrots. That's interesting. Bugs Bunny has saved lives. You know that? There was a little ditty to go with this fact. Somehow, another, uh, what, there's some lifeguards got a kid out of the deep water and brought him to the shore, and he was half in and out of consciousness. He kept, kept killing bugs, 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 money, where's bugs? Well, the lifeguards got out on they started that. and said he was on the way. Just be patient. Come out of there. Let us work with you. And sure enough, they was uh, one of the guys, the lifeguards, knew exactly how to impersonate bugs. So until the boy got in full consciousness, uh, the lifeguard saved the kid's life. Only in America, only Bugs Bunny. The one and only Bugs Bunny. Okay. Page two. Remember, what was the guy's name? Paul Harvey. Love that man. Rest his soul. Mm, it says incident, like the Bugs Bunny saving him. Uh says of the incident it seemed like Bugs Money was trying to save his life the the policeman said that's what it meant we're gonna move right along you know anything about Liz Taylor you remember her what a gorgeous woman brunette here's five things we never knew about her about movie beauty the Cartier Diamond 
Richard Burton, one of her ex-husbands, bought Taylor for $1.1 million, would have gone to Jekyll and Kennedy had Burton not outbid Aristotle Onassis, the Greek, the Greek shipping guru, and, one, and Jackie's husband after uh, John was laid to rest, her husband, John Kennedy, rest his soul. Liz Taylor once described swimming with sharks as one of the most thrilling things in life, crowded with crowded with thrills. Yeah, she first swam with sharks at age 74 when when on a trip she went to Hawaii. Boy, that's tough. I always thought that Liz Taylor, when she was in her 20s, made a perfect Wonder Woman. But then Linda Carter comes along, and I changed my mind. It's Linda Carter all the time. When Liz Taylor is Cleopatra, producer Walter Winger called Taylor on the set of her film, suddenly last summer to offer the lead role uh, through her then-husband, Eddie Fisher, Taylor replied with a joke, Sure, tell him I'll do it for a million dollars. Unquote. Taylor's transition into humanitarianism and AIDS acti- activism, activism began in 1985 when the death of her close friend Rock, Rock Hudson, you could explain to the senators who Angelina Jolie is, but no one had to explain who Elizabeth was, said Michael. Iskowitz, Senator Edward Kennedy's chief counsel on HIV from 1986-1992. When Taylor died in 2011, the New York Times ran an obituary written by Mel Gussoff, a theater critic and cultural reporter for the newspaper who had himself died six years earlier. Ran, uh, he wrote, let me get that right written by a theater critic and cultural reporter who had himself died six years earlier. Well, okay. The obituary, obituary editor said that peace was too good to throw away Taylor's long-standing desire to be buried near Burton and Selagini. Selagini? Something. C-E-L-I-G-N-Y. Switzerland was next to his. Instead, Taylor left wishes to be buried near her longtime friend, Michael Jackson, in Forest Lawn Cemetery in Glendale, California. Is everybody doing okay? Is everybody awake? I'd like for you to email me at uh, G, lowercase g-n-x-y the numbers to the number one, the letter O, at yahoo.com or um, yeah and let me know what kind of uh, name Curious Catfish Jenny's what and it's not going to be a flea circus I want something cool easy said easy remembered just send me uh, I might send you five dollars who knows okay let's do a moment with Don Knotts remember him Barney Fife who don't? Who don't? I mean, is there anybody that would say who? I doubt it. Okay. 
on Don Knott certainly had his fair share of struggles in his early life. He was the youngest of four sons, and his father, William, had a nervous breakdown at the prospect of raising them. Sorry, it's not not laughing at William. It's the writer of this right here must have been trying to break into comedy. William also suffered from schizophrenia, and I call this a Oh my God, this is sad. And was said to have threatened knots with a knife. But growing up during the great, hold it, we're not getting to the juicy part. Depression. Let me talk about fitting like a glove. Knott's family was pretty poor. As he got older, he began taking up jobs to earn money such as a salesman, a window washer, to name two. He's stronger than the five character on the Andy Griffith show. His stint, you know that he was a did his stint as a ventriloquist. Knott's first took up entertaining, entertaining as a ventriloquist, performing various church and school functions in his hometown of Morgantown, West Virginia. Uh, can you guess what his dummy was named? Danny Hooch Matador. That's neat. Knotts also had a stint in the U.S. Army. Yes. Yes. Knotts served in the U.S. Army from 1943 to 1946. It was a highly decorated non-combatant, achieving the rank of Technician Grade 5, the equivalent of a corporal. At the time of his discharge, a veteran of the Second World War, Knotts was notably uh, given the World War II Victory Medal. Asiatic Pacific Campaign Medal. Honorable Service Lapel Butt. Way to go, Don. And we didn't know this. Oh, here we go. Andy Griffith enjoyed pushing Knotts' buttons during the filming of the Andy Griffith Show. Knotts struggled to stay in the character, but meantime laughed until, until he bent over. Griffith would call everyone back on their marks, and that's uh, show business lingo. On their marks! It's also a good thing in track and field. On your mark, get set. You know that stuff. Andy Taylor would only let him have one bullet, which kept in his shirt pocket. This caused a lot of fans to feel pity for him and begin to mail him a bullet or two in the mail. That makes me feel better, too. That's all I have right now. Uh, I know I'd like to have more, but I, the last two in a row, I I made a mistake. I, I sent, I've got in on the air longer stuff. So I'm making this one short to listen. It, it's you that I'm doing this for. All the listeners out there in Podville. Do you want Catfish Kenny's name or not? Title. I'll buy it. I'll send you five bucks. If I And I'll choose the best one. If you want me to call your name on the, on the air, I will. I appreciate all of my followers and fans. I do. And the old clock's running down at mid-afternoon. I've got to go drink some coffee and maybe get a snack. You know what? 
it's time for Catfish Kenny to go. I look forward to meeting you all again. And be careful, be safe, and be good to somebody else.